HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ribbonu Shaloylam, the creator of the world, was able to do so much and create so much in four days. Do you not believe? Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.org. This is the Prism of Torah, with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom Avracha. In this week's parasha, Parashas Bishalach, we know we have a very famous episode about Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea. If you look at Rashi, when Bnei Yisrael were doing Shira to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, praising Hashem after the huge miracle, Rashi says over there that every person, even the Shifcha, even the slaves saw over there something that the top prophets weren't able to see, i.e. they reached a very high level of Kedusha, Ruach HaKodesh was with them, and they reached a level of nevuah. The main question I want to raise is how can it be? Bnei soil that we know Chazal teach us, they reached the lowest of the low, the lowest levels of tumah of impurity because they were impacted, affected by the Mitzrim. How can it be that so quickly after leaving Mitzrayim, they were able to reach a level of nevius, a level of Ruach HaKodesh, a level that even most Nevim didn't reach? How can that be? Question number two I want to pose is a question we mentioned in previous years. It's brought down by the Orachai Makadosh. Imagine the scene. Bnei Israel are running away from Mitzrayim. Running after them are the Mitzrim. They're totally trapped from all sides. Crazy chayot raot from both sides. In front of them is the, the ocean. In back of them are the Mitzrim running after them. So what does, the Kadosh, so what does Moshe Rabbeinu take upon himself? He screams to HaKadosh Buhu, asking him to save them. And what does the Kaddish Bochu answer him? Mati elai, it's no time to scream right now. Taber bnei Israel vayisu, tell bnei Israel to go into the ocean. And Orchayim asks, which is a very obvious question, what do you mean? We all know that our secret weapon is with our mouths. It's to daven, to pray to Kaddish Bochu. There's so many psukim proving this, this point. Mima makim krasicha Hashem, v'chol asher ikreu And we know that the Goim's power is with their horses, with their swords. What do we do in the times of need? With our mouths, we daven to help us. So how can it be that HaKadosh Baruch is telling him it's not a time to scream? Davka, the time of Tzara, Be'et Tzara is the time to scream to Hashem. To answer all these questions, I want to share with you the following Mahalach. It's true, Bnei Yisrael were totally deep into Tuma world. We know they reached Memtet Sharei Tuma. However, the way to get out of this Tuma is to disconnect from the Tuma, to disconnect from the Gashmias, and to have Emuna in Hashem. And that was what Bnei Yisrael were able to do. They left Mitzrayim. They believed and trusted in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we all know from the song, but it's actually a pasuk in Yirmiyahu, Yirmiyahu. It says, Zacharti lach chesed nuraich, lechtech acharai bamidbar. Meaning they were willing to blindly trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu and go into a place, into the desert, where they didn't even know what food they were going to have, as it says in the Pasuk, They didn't have food, and yet still they blindly disconnected from the Tumah, they disconnected from the Tumah for what? To be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to go in the ways of Hashem, they realized that is what life is all about. This Maise that they did, leaving Mitzrayim, that helped them totally disconnect from the Tumah. Because they were able to give up on that to go in the ways and the path of Hashem. This idea of disconnecting from the Tumah, disconnecting from the Shtuyot that we have, that the Yitzhara tries to trick us to waste our time, Hevli Hazman, this is the way 
that they were able to connect to Hashem and reach such a high level. And it's actually Mufurish Rambam, the Rambam in Yesodeya Torah, Perik Zain, Halacha Aleph, says the following. It says that the level of prophecy, Ena Nevuah Chala, Ela, the prophecy only could reside on a Chacham Gadol Bechochma, Giboir Bemidoisav, and it says, Vehumit Kadesh becomes holy by disconnecting from what the regular person might do, who poresh midarkei klalaam, and he teaches himself to always do what Hashem wants him to do, to connect Hashem, and not to waste his time. V'lo mehevlei hazman, ela da'atop tamid lemala. His mind is always open to do its own Hashem, to see what does Hashem want me to do to connect HaKadosh Baruch And that is what Bnei Israel did. Hence they were able to remove themselves from the status they were in that was full of tumah. However, that's still not enough to reach the level of Nevoah and Ruach HaKodesh. If you look further in that Rambam, instead of, it's not, doesn't suffice to disconnect from the Tumah, but you also have to be proactive. You, you also have to be proactive and connect into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And how do you connect to Hashem? One word, Emuna. When you have Emuna in Bitochon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we'll soon see, not just a regular emuna in your mind, but a emuna that is so strong that you bring it into fruition, you bring it into maise. Like we said last week, there's three levels of emuna. There's emuna in your mind, then you have to bring it to your heart, to your emotions, but you also have to actually act upon it, a maise. And not like a lot of people tell me, emuna, don't look at me like this, I'm very religious in my heart. In your heart, soon we'll explain why it's not enough. You have to bring it into a maise. And that is what will help you kick it up a notch and get to a higher level. And that is what allowed Bnei Israel, aside from disconnecting from the Tumah, but to so quickly reach a high level of connection to Buhu, which result which resulted in Ruach HaKodesh being bestowed upon them, which resulted in the level of prophecy, Nevuah, that they had that even other Nevim didn't have. And even, even every Yid had that. Even the Shifka Rashi told us. Even the slaves reached such a high level. And this is actually Mefurish Chazal on our parsha in the Mechilta. It says, "Bischare Muna." It's the reward of the Emuna. Sheeminu avoyseinu ba'Hashem. That generation believed in Hashem. Zachu. They were zoyche. They merited v'shartala em ruach hakodesh, and that resulted them in them appreciating that and saying shira ta'kodesh bolchu. And I want to elaborate on this point. We know that every person has a neshama and a goof. What part are we connected to Hashem with the neshama? The neshama is a chelak imal. And that is why Oraisa Kudsha Bruchu and Israel are one. The Torah, the neshama and HaKadosh Bruchu were all connected. One. But what? What makes barriers between us and Hashem? That is the idea of when a person thinks, I'm capable. I'm able to do this. It's me. I worked on myself. I can take care of myself. I don't need anyone else. That is what creates tuma. That's what creates barriers between us and Hashem. And hence, does not allow Ruach HaKodesh to be bestowed upon us. As Yirmiyahu says, Wicked is the person that believes in another person or in himself, and and hence his heart, his emotions run away from Hashem. The Reshis Chochma says in Shara Hava, 
It is impossible for a person to be davek, connected to Hashem, davek be'elokav, im en lo bitachon, if he doesn't have emunah and bitachon na Kodesh Baruch Hu. And in the positive side, the Ma'aral in Nesivos Oilam, Nesiva Emuno says, Ke ma'amin bo isboach, davek boy. Whoever believes and trusts in HaKadosh Buchu, he's connected to him, he's mamash glued to him. Umegia ze ad ein ketz v'ad ein sof, there's no end to the levels you can reach by having a very high level of Emuno. And we know also this is summarized by the Pasuk, Ve'rastich li be'emuno, the connection, the engagement to HaKadosh Buchu, the chibur, is all through Emuno. Based on what we said thus far, we have now the Kaleem, the tools to answer all the questions. When Bnei Israel hit, the Yad, Chaim HaKadosh explains to us, there was huge Midas Adin in the air. Ah, you're going to ask me, what do you mean? They left Mitzrayim, even though they were going into the wilderness, to the Midbar, to the desert, and they didn't even know what they're going to eat. Didn't they have amazing Emuno? Yes, the problem is, says the Orchaim HaKadosh, but on the way they said, oh, why didn't we just stay in Mitzrayim? That triggered Midas Adin in the air. And hence, to overcome that Midas Adin, they needed to do a big, big, big Maise and Emuno. And hence, HaKadosh Buchu didn't just tell Moshe Rabbeinu, take your staff and now split the sea and then go in. The order was opposite. Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, don't stop screaming to me now. It's not a time to scream. You want to overcome the Midas Adin in the air? You have to get Bnei Israel to do a big Maise that proves the extreme level of Emuno they have. They have to go into the ocean right now, despite the fact that it's dangerous. And through that, that will allow you to take your staff and hit the water and the water will split. And that's indeed what happened. That's what the Rechaim HaKadosh explains. And it's bizchut that huge act of Emuno in Bitachoin. But we never saw such an act almost in history that all Klal Yisrael were going to the water and they weren't worried. They weren't scared that Emuno Nashem that defeated the Midas Adin because we know the Maisim we do down here, it's Miletata from the bottom. That was Me'oirer Chesed and Shefa to come down. And that allowed us to connect Hashem in such a level thanks to the Maisa and Emunah. Just, not just thinking Emunah, not even just having it in our hearts, but bringing into fruition the Maisa, going into the ocean. Despite the fact that we didn't know and the Midrash tells us they were fighting, who's going to go first? They had such strong Emunah at that point. And that also created the ripple effect of achieving such a high level of prophecy of Nevuah and Nevuah HaKodesh. The Gemara and Soita says they were literally fighting with each other who gets to go in first. As a result of this action that portrayed a tremendous level of Emunah and Bitochen in HaKodesh Buchu that wiped away the Mechitzis, the barriers between us and HaKodesh Buchu, the levels that we said, the Tuma levels of Kochi Ve'otzam Yadi, it removed that and hence we're able to connect HaKadosh Buchu to such an extreme level which resulted in Ruach HaKodesh and the prophecy, a level of prophecy. And hence they did Shira HaKadosh Buchu. The Shem Mishmuel says, with this, I want to answer my father's question. His father was the Elegi Avni Nezer, also wrote the Igli Tal. How come Bnei Israel didn't need new mitzvahs, new positive commandments, mitzvahs say? To have the merit to be saved in Kriyas Yamsuf. Harei, we know that Chazal tell us they were naked of mitzvahs and you need positive mitzvahs in order to mezakech your goof. You need your goof to be cleansed in spirituality and remove those barriers of Tumah we talked about of Kochiv Otsam Yadi and they didn't have merits in Mitzrayim. They needed to do a Maisen, not just a Muna in their minds and hence they were given those two mitzvahs, the famous mitzvahs, Ase of, of Bris Mila and of doing the Korban Pesach, how come, in order to be saved from Mitzrayim, 
How come they didn't need mitzvahs now before Kriyas Yamsuf? That's what his father asked. And he answers, because instead of that, and even better than that, was this tremendous Maisev Emuna. And as the Ochaim HaKadosh said, without them going into the ocean, Midas Adin were overcome. They weren't able to beat that. They needed that. And that maise is mezakech the goof. It, it makes the goof mamish part of the neshama, which is exactly what we're in this world for. To mezakech the goof. You do that by disconnecting from Tuma, not wasting your time using this holy pozdol hallway that we have in this world to always think, how do we connect to Hashem? How do we remove ourselves from Tuma? How do we not waste our time, but rather always think how to connect to HaKadosh Buhu? And that's what the mitzvahs are here for us. That's why HaKadosh Buhu Zikal and Torah mitzvahs for this, to mezakech haguf. That's what happened to Meish Rabbeinu, who reached the, 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 the peak of this. When he came down, he was glowing. Why? Because his body was mezukach legamre. We alluded to earlier that it's not enough to have in your heart to believe in Hashem. Yes, believe is a huge thing. And even your heart, Rahmanali, bye bye. We know HaKadosh Buhu wants your heart. But it doesn't suffice to be able to cleanse your goof. You need a maise. You need to do an action, a mitzvah, an action that proves your emunah. And through that, and only through that, you're able to cleanse your body and make it one with your neshama. And that's the name of the game over here. The higher level you are in the moon, the more actions you do, not just in your heart. Lo dati balev. Dati balev, that brings it into a maise. And I want to suggest that perhaps this is also the level that a person that dies on Kiddush Hashem reaches such a high level in Shamayim. Because that is the epitome of doing a maise. That you show how much you trust in HaKadosh Buh, You realize there's an afterlife. You realize what life is all about is not here. Life is all about emuna and getting closer and closer to HaKadosh Buh. And a person that is willing to give up his life to do Ratzon Hashem. And Lecha Maise Gadol Mizeh to show your emuna like Bnei Israel did when they went into the Yam. Despite the fact that it looked like it was game over if we do such a thing. But no, they showed HaKadosh Buhu and the world how they blinded each other HaKadosh Buhu. By that, they brought down Shefa Milemala Midas HaChesed. And hence, it's only through that action, says Dorochaim HaKadosh, that now Moshe Rabbeinu was able to take his staff, hit it, hit with the staff, and through that, that triggered the splitting of the sea. But it was really, that staff represented their action of Mesil Snefesh going into the ocean. So we managed to answer all our questions. How could it be that Nisra were able to so quickly go from a place of Memtet Sharetuma to a level of extremity, Ruach HaKodesh, and prophecy? A level of prophecy, the answer is, it was a two-phase. First of all, it disconnected from the Tumah. They were really willing to blindly follow HaKadosh Buhu and leave all the Tumah behind. But that's not enough. They also needed to do a self-sacrificing action that screamed out how much they believe in HaKadosh Buhu. And by doing that, we remove the barriers between us and Hashem, which the goof represents sometimes, and we're mezakech the goof by doing those maisim. And through that, we bring down, we trigger in the spiritual DNA of the world that Hashem created, Shefa, Midas HaChesed. And through that, we were saved. And we should take it as a lesson to all of us that that's how we should live life. And when a person feels like things are not going his way, and Midas Adin is hovering over him, and we all have those times, as we mentioned before, the Arizal says again and again, it's exactly during those times that it's even more important that you put your head down and you realize I'm nothing. Everything's from HaKadosh Buhu. I'm willing to do anything that Hashem wants me to do because I have full emuna and bitachon b'HaKadosh Buhu. And that itself, HaGufa, will bring down the Shefa. Yiratzon, that will be zoiche to live our lives in such a fashion. How much does the, the Yidins in the world need us to act like that right now when we need bracha, Shefa, 
Hatzlacha. For all Klal Yisrael, wherever they are, and especially for the soldiers that are right now doing their best, their Ishtadus, to fight for us and giving up their lives, Mesilus Nefesh, for us to be able to be oivet on ourselves and get closer to HaKadosh Baruch I would like to end with a very short story brought down in this book called Hineni Biyatcha, and it's Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein brings it in, it comes from his sefer actually, Baruch Hinafshi. And there was a true maise that someone came to the Chazunish, who was mechazik many, many Yidins around the world, and they came to him to get brachas, and there was a person that came up to him, and you could see he looked very depressed, very down, and he, he looked like he was, go- he was, there was a big burden weighing on him. And he came to the Chazunish, and he said to him, I wasn't feeling well, and I realized I needed to go to see a doctor. And I went to the doctor, and the doctor made me do all kinds of checks. And at, and at a certain point, I realized I have a very bad infection throughout my whole body. And the doctor looked at me and said, I'm sorry, you only have four days to live. At that point, this person from the Chazunish started breaking down into tears. He couldn't even catch his breath. Chazunish looked at him with half a smile, and he said, I want to show you something. Come with me. He took from his shelf a chumash bereshis, and he started going to the beginning of the parsha of Parshat Bereshis, and he started going through with him what Hashem managed to create on the first day, and then he showed him, and look, what Hashem created on the second day, and look, what Hashem managed to create on the third day, and look, what Hashem managed to create in the fourth day, in the fourth day, on Wednesday. Then he stopped, the Chazuni stopped, looked in the eyes of the person standing in front of him, and he said, no, what do you think? If HaKadosh Baruch the creator of the world, was able to do so much and create so much in four days, do you not believe that HaKadosh Baruch won't be able to find a remedy to cure your situation in the next four days? He says, do not give up. A Yid is not supposed to have Yehush. In these four, in these days coming up, you have to daven with all your heart, as we spoke about this idea of davening with all your heart, a true tefillah. Because the gates of tears have not been locked, have not been locked, and you can scream out in these four days, especially when a person davens about himself when he's sick, has a special power to it, and everything will be okay. Don't give up. The person in front of Chazanish left with rejuvenated energies. And, f- and hope, and he left, and indeed he gave it all his God in his davening every day, in his tefillahs, and an unbelievable thing happened. A couple of days later, from, uh, from America, they came a new medicine exactly for this type of thing, which was very new, off the shelf, wasn't used yet, in Israel, only in America, and it was for infections all over the body, and the doctors called him up and said, listen, we have this new thing, are you willing to be the first in Israel to try it? They only used it in the States for a couple of patients, and now we have the opportunity to use it here. And the patient said, yes, I'm willing to, to try it. And indeed, within a couple of days, they already saw that the situation was improved. And you see from here, an unbelievable idea that the Chazunish tried to show him. Listen, always, 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 we have to believe in the Kodesh Baruch Because we know HaKadosh Baruch Enod Milvadoi. And that's exactly the idea that we saw in the Parsha with Bnei Soel. Ad Kedekach, that when you do it to an extreme and you act upon it, you could be Zoiche to reach a level of Ruach HaKodesh, and even a level of Nevoah. Have a good job. This concludes another episode of the Prism of Torah. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable. If you did, please subscribe to the podcast and give a five-star rating. You can also find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts or our own website, prismofterror.com, where we have a full archive 
of all our past episodes. We would like to thank Yona Veffa for the recording equipment and Ellie Podcast Productions for handling all our post-podcast productions. Join us next week for another enlightening conversation on the Prism of Terror.